Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Welcome, one and all, to the latest instalment of the Paranoid School Rock Show. So, last Saturday, as you know, it was my birthday with a veritable Venn diagram of friends meeting up at the Brixton Weatherspoon that was, if truth be told, poorly stocked with the necessary alcohol requirements before we trooped over the road to see the damned at the Academy. Support came from Penetration, a band I knew of, we're laughing by. However, under the recommendation of fellow Bernie Tormay fan Richard and Fear and Loathing's Andy, I forsook the squirrel and Yuki, who I like to think came all the way from Finland to help me celebrate. The fact that he was over to see the Crunch and the Dorellas at the 100 Club on the 27th and Airborne on the 28th was just a mere coincidence. We got into the venue just as Penetration were opening with Instrumentra from their Resolution album, which was released last year thanks to a Pledge Music. Not knowing what was new material or old was an advantage, as I had no preconceived ideas or benchmarks. What I heard, I really enjoyed. So much so, I went out and purchased Resolution Sunday. Thank goodness for Sunday trading laws. Or the internet, I forget which. Pauline Murray displays a youthful voice, which belies the fact that she's been fronting the band since 1976. She reminds me in some respects of Maddie Pryor. So, without further ado, here's The Beat Goes On from last year's Resolution CD.
do I know? That was a rhetorical question. So, I had a big downer on the Damned last week, complaining that they weren't going to play Stab Your Back as part of the Damned, Damned, Damned set, and there wouldn't be any former members, not even Paul Gray, joining them ever. After the last power chords of I Feel Alright echoed around the academy before the Street of Dreams began, the lack of Stab Your Back didn't really bother me. Uh, what I had failed to notice in my enjoyment was that Born to Kill, the song immediately before Stab Your Back on the album, had also been left out. That was until the career retrospective encore, where it was reinstated along with a quick five-second burst of... That's right, you've guessed it, Stab Your Back. The downer I had before the gig... By the end of it had well and truly been lifted with me back to the they can do no wrong mode. Well, brush under the carpet. To wit, I'm jumping on the train tomorrow morning and heading for Exeter to catch them at the Phoenix at the behest of Exeter Ray. My only criticism, and for a band with 10 studio albums to plunder, you'll never be able to keep everyone happy, was a lack of anything post any. In today's climate, I would have thought that democracy or a nation fit for heroes would have been apt. The following day down in Cardiff, who should join them for Generals and Stranger on the Town? But, yep, you guessed correct again, Paul Gray. What the heck do I know? Big city, old scratched house, revenge is not so sweet. Once proud, once sold about, the tired and they are weak.
update you on what the connection between Los Morocos and Bone Talk, two bands I played tracks from on last week's show, is both sport Dylan Faldutor amongst their ranks. Interestingly, Bone Talk also feature Merle Perkins, who has played with both Albert and Freddie King, and has recorded with Buddy Guy. Also in there is Chuck Berry, Buddy Guy, and Willie Dixon's bassist, Michael Morrison. Rest assured, once the band have more new material to play, I shall do just such. Uh, talking of new material, Barocco yesterday, yesterday being the 2nd of December, future listeners released their At Akama album. This time, like the band's debut, Splitting the Sky, uh, have gone back to eight songs. Well, their previous album, Oculus, only had five. All right, some of the five were a proctastic length, so needle time wasn't compromised. At Takama, which is named after the drive's place on the planet, continues in the same vein as Oculus. Killer riffs that will crush your skulls. Flowers does lead you to some respite, but with its opening you know, string section, but by the end... You would have been buried alive. Be warned, though. After listening to it on my way home Tuesday afternoon, I was a spent force. It's draining in a very good way. After shot down, banged up, fade away, has finished playing, I will tell you what the connection between them and the damned is.
and the connection is Steve and Mario played in Adam West who in March 2001 released a split single with the Helicopters the Copters track was Stab Your Back whilst Adam West took on Neat 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 which I sometimes play as an intro to this show uh, a record that came out at the end of August was the prehistoric's fourth album Storming the Castle the band are Australian hailing from Sydney and uh, Sound Like Radio Birdman was the soundtrack to their youth to be fair the band have previously covered what gives however track three already gone had me googling it to make sure it wasn't a long lost heavy metal kids song it isn't obviously but it certainly has that feel about it but don't take my word for it
Sledge Music Time with a quick roundup to begin with on the bands, forward stroke artists that have currently have my hard-earned cash. As part of their debut pledge campaign, The Damned, you might have heard me mention them from time to time, are recording their final UK date of their 40th anniversary tour, and that's Margate Winter Gardens on the 9th, by Live Here Now team, who uh, already brought us back to the 100 Club in 2007. The 2011 Roundhouse from Manchester Live CDs that came courtesy of Concert Live. I would have preferred the Royal Albert Hall to have been recorded. I know the Royal Albert Hall priced the damned out of officially filming it, but I would have thought that an audio option might have been cheaper. Plus, we do have Damn 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 Live already, along with the Black Album. Margate Rock will be available as a download, a two CD and a three album set. Plus, if you order the Mega Bundle, Mega on all levels, you'll also get a stick of actual damn rock. A 40th anniversary snare drum, limited to 40, has just been added for the princely sum of £506. I'm still hoping for a download of demos as part of their pledge. Bernie Tormey, as part of his Dublin Cowboy triple album pledge, is rewarding pledges with downloads from his dim and distant past. First into the arena is an instrumental called Intergalactic Overdrive that was recorded in late 74, early 75, featuring Bernie Hagley on bass and Roger Hunt on drums. If you want to hear it, it'll cost you 12 quid, as that's the minimum pledge amount. 12 quid for a triple album? Sounds like a bargain to me. It seems to have all gone quiet on the Vibrators pre-order pledge for the past, present and into the future album. Admittedly, the band have been stateside gigging, but the last update was in August, where they let's have a sneak listen to this track, Just Another Day. Don't forget, the new album will feature current band members as well as classic era Vibrators. <laughs> Seems to happen to me They say you can find The one 
a day in the rest of my life without you It's just another day in the rest of my life without you is all finished and has just been released is Ron Hamilton and the Traitors The Devils in the Detail Pledge album bugger me if he ain't half good country tinged power pop which you'd expect with Rob Lane on bass uh, my favourite track which was a hard choice to make as all 12 are rather good is Drugs and Fashion as it reminds me of Ginger's Yeah 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 which long time listeners may recall is my all time favourite single <laughs>
to let you know, Ryan Hamilton has an acoustic tour pending for February, March of next year. Normally around this time of the year, plans would be afoot to see Motorhead at either Hammersmith Odeon or Brixton Academy. Sadly, as we all know, that ended on the 28th of December with the death of Lemmy. I was, however, planning on seeing Motorhead on the 20th of last month. Uh, unfortunately... Uh, even before I contracted man flu, which forced me to sit out reckless love and the treatment the day before, I decided to give them a miss. I watched a clip of them on YouTube, and all the songs you know, sounded like Motorhead. The bass was a Rickenbacker LK1. Marshall Head had Murder One written on it. Rob Campbell, no relation, dresses as the warted one, including Beard. It is a Motorhead. I know the band don't claim to be replacements. You know, they're playing a tribute. But... Uh, However, I just can't get past the fact that there is no Motorhead. In future, I'm going to get my fix with Asimovol. Bound to pronounce that wrong. When I see him up at the Dev on the 28th of January, I'm going to ask him how they pronounce it and why on earth couldn't they think of an easier name. Uh, the Lucky Strike are up now with Iron Fist featuring Peter Smith. I had no idea my dad was into Motorhead, let alone Rockabilly. He kept that quiet. <coughs> Oh, 
On Tuesday, I popped along to the underworld to see the first day of Richie Ramone's current UK tour. I missed the opening act, who I believe were Clamour, that's Clamour with a K, but it was in time for Tequila Mockingbird, who were are the main support on this tour. Uh, I'd never heard of them before, but was suitably impressed to purchase their I Smell Rock and Roll 4-track EP immediately after their set. The three-piece have just relocated from Melbourne, although talking to drummer Josie O'Toole at the merch table, it turns out that she really was actually born over here, only spending the last eight years down under. She and bassist Jess Riley are a formidable pair. Not wanting to sound arrogant, as we have seen great bands over the years, both good and bad the squirrel and i were mightily impressed uh, even more so when jess crouched down to fix guitarist estella artois effects board while still playing yes i know what you're thinking estella artois what great parenting skills the band's debut fight and flight has already been released in their native homeland and new zealand with an international release scheduled before the end of the year they better be quick this is Never go home from the aforementioned fight and flight.
It was only at the beginning of February this year that Richie Ramone last rolled into town. In the interim, though, things have changed. Guitarist Alex Kane left shortly after the recording of Richie's new solo album, Cellophane, had been completed, being replaced live by Ronnie Simmons. Ronnie plays with an expression that would sour milk in a true Johnny Ramone manner and jumps and leaps around like Dee Dee, a perfect fit. A Richie Ramone gig does exactly what it says on the tin. You get classic Ramone songs that, although some of them he didn't record, he certainly played them live, and of course tracks from both Entitled and Cellophane. Richie moves from behind the kit to the mic with rhythm guitarist Ben Regan keeping the drum stall warm as and when with claire mistake neat product still counting the band in at breakneck pace with only three bona fide ramones left you need to see one when the opportunity arises tonight that's the third out of kilter listeners richie and tequila mockingbird are in bristol with wakefield manchester newcastle edinburgh glasgow dublin dungan belfast listo cork city and galloway following on if you're lucky enough to be in Buenos Aires on the 4th of February to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Ramones' debut Argentinian gig, Richie, along with CJ Ramone, will be joining forces and playing live together. In an ideal world, I'd love to see CJ, Richie, along with Walter Lure and maybe Daniel Ray, touring together. Of course, this is never going to happen, sadly. Here's Pretty Poison from Richie's Cellophane album. Yes. 
straight after Richie Remind was obviously Faith No More and Out of Nowhere played because it's my favourite Mike Pan Faith No More song. Who cares if you can readily hear it on Planet Rock? I know I played some old school hit priests on last week's show in relationship and conjunction with the upcoming release of their singles compilation CD, the full tilt bullshit vinyl reissue, and Easter UK dates with the Bitch Queens, Flash House, and Scum Dog Millionaires, who I shamefully forgot to mention last week. However, as is the band's won't, they've gone and just released yet another single. What are we up to now? 14 or 15 7 inches? All's Well in Hell, for that is the title, is available in a multitude of colours. Clear if, like me, you're a Spasm Gang member that also comes with a free Spasm Gang member passport cover, which, unfortunately, I'm going to miss out on as I'm skint. Still reading from Boiler Instant, and Christmas is fast approaching. Anyway, enough of my woes and ho-ho-hos. Here's the Hit Priests. <laughs> Yeah. 
is the appropriate time to start decking the halls with holly. Uh, looks like later on this morning a Christmas tree is to be purchased. It has to be a real one, according to my daughter. I'm perfectly happy with the artificial one we've got. Anything pre-December the 1st, I think, is a bit of a no-no. But at work, the production department tuned their radio onto a non-stop Christmas station about a week ago. One Christmas song I can guarantee won't be on that particular playlist is Andy McCoy featuring Vili Vilo's aptly titled Christmas Song. Children playing, see the snowflakes swaying. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer gets Santa anywhere.
As we seem to have found ourselves in the festive department, I have one more Christmas tune to impart with you before I say goodbye. Hacking the guitarist with the curse sent me yesterday as a way of a thank you, as it seemed somehow I was instrumental in getting a co-release between their French label Closer Records and Ghost Highways, a song that he claims is just him and some friends of the shops. As you know, I stand little or no chance of pronouncing what the song is called. Google Translate was most helpful, coming up with Bells On. Remember when Paul Cook and Steve Jones of the Pistols, along with Phil Lynott and Scott Gorham from Thin Lizzy teamed up for the Greedies, or to give them their correct title, the Greedy Bastards. You do? Well, welcome to the son of a bitch. Out his window, 